Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-inspired podcast. Today we'll be breaking down everything you need to know about Disney Genie Plus, from cost, how it works, to tips and tricks to help you maximize your park days. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. give you such a crick in the neck wow r.i.p man genie we love him yes big fans of the genie himself what could we possibly be needing to reference the genie about you know i now that i'm sitting here thinking about it i'm just my brain is in a million directions but i think it's so sweet that that disney named genie plus after Robin Williams, the original genie. Yeah. Like, it just kind of hit me, like, oh, wow, that's a really, like, sweet montage. Absolutely. I think Robin Williams is class act. He's such a legend. His characters are all legendary. And the genie, the original genie from the uh, animated feature Aladdin from the 90s for us 90 babies, um is such a memorable thing from childhood like his character is so strong and I don't think I really thought about that either like all of the characters are things they could have chosen to be a new thing in Walt Disney World and other parks abroad um they they chose the genie I know and the genie grants our wishes and maybe your wish when you're in a Disney park is to get through some lines or cues a little bit quicker than um, standing in the standby and so they created a thing called Disney Genie Plus which is basically the replacement of Fast Pass Plus. Yeah so I mean this has been a whirlwind since it took off. It definitely has. We are going to Okay, so we're going to cover Walt Disney World specifically. Mm -hmm. I know that there are different rules and just Disneyland is its own genie mountain. So we are going to just focus on Walt Disney World. We wanted to kind of give that as a disclaimer um, and also just say like we as individuals have not mastered Genie Plus yet. Uh, We've had experiences with it in the park, but we are taking what we have learned and what we have heavily researched um, in hopes that this will be helpful to you and for you and your next trip. So absolutely. Also, we hope that this information is relevant for an extended period of time, but Disney has in the last week made some pretty large announcements about changes that are coming to the parks in general, but there are changes pending for Genie Plus. Disney has, I think, done a very good job at listening to um, its guests and its fans and what they like and don't like about new things they roll out, and there um, have already been changes that 
have been made to the Genie system since its opening that is based off of um, guest feedback. But Disney has announced literally this week that more changes based off of guest feedback are coming. So this information is current as of May 2023, um, but it could change in the future. So keep that in mind if you are listening somewhere in the future. And this is, you know, far beyond um, where we are in time. What we are talking about today, the rules and tips might change. Yes, definitely. I mean, Genie came around in October of 2021. So we are now, gosh, almost we're getting close to two years of having this be a part of the my disney experience app and your walt disney world experience so to see the changes that it has already made our our notes are based off of the most recent information that we have but this is ever changing news so by the time we record this and release it there could be something new with genie plus so just always keep that in mind always be checking you know articles online or the disney website directly for the most up-to-date information on disney genie plus yes so let's let's jump in here If you are an avid Disney goer, then you are familiar with what we're talking about. If you're not, let's start from scratch and just imagine nobody knows anything. If you are new, then Genie, when we say Genie, we're essentially adding uh, Genie in place of FastPass. Genie is a new version of FastPass. However, there are some changes and stipulations that come with that um, new transformation. And so FastPass was previously a complimentary service. You could save times to get in shorter lines or essentially skip the line. And Genie has a way of doing that. Um, Genie Plus has a way of doing that. But Genie itself is basically part of the my disney experience app right yes so there it gets a little bit confusing because there's the disney genie and then there's a disney genie plus if you do not want to purchase disney genie plus there is a free complimentary trip planning service right there in the my disney experience app which is just the disney genie it will make itineraries for you it will you know, use your preferences that you submit in the app and basically use AI to plan out the day for you. It's a great resource to have, especially if you are a um, a newbie to the Disney parks and you just want to open your phone and Disney Genie will literally say, hey, you should go to this ride or maybe check out this restaurant. And it's kind of pulling in data throughout the day to tell you on your tip board what might be a good next stop while you're in that park. So I think it's great that Disney does have this complimentary service available without having to purchase any besides you know obviously tickets to be in the park yeah i have looked into the complimentary slash free genie um service within the my disney experience app and it asks you a series of questions you check certain boxes and then it will give you that itinerary so that is nice to have if you don't have experience or it's like having somewhat of a guide um if you don't have a friend or family member that's able to be like hey you should totally be checking out a b and c um or you know oh you have a three-year-old this is what you should be doing the the app is able to use technology to do that for you which is pretty neat but what we are mostly going to talk about today is genie plus Yes, so that little plus sign basically means that it is a paid service that lets you use a lightning lane entrance to bypass the standby line on select attractions. It has replaced FastPass Plus. Like we mentioned, FastPass Plus was not a 
paid service. It was still complimentary. Now you are having to pay some money to be able to organize your day. That is just the nature of, I guess, an ever-building company. Like the, It's 2023, and the company is trying to find different ways to bring in more revenue. So this is their attempt at doing that. I kind of understand to a degree where they're coming from. I mean, Disney took some huge hits with the pandemic and a lot of these paid changes came post pandemic where they're probably in a good bit of debt. They need to find a way to make new revenue and they also need to find ways to control crowds. Crowds at Disney, I feel like have continued to ramp up year after year after year and While Walt's vision is for the park to be accessible, I think his vision was also for it to be enjoyable and not every single attraction be 200 minutes to wait in line to ride. And so that is what the lightning lanes are for. I think the marketing tactic of calling it Genie Plus and then calling the lines you get in for Genie Plus lightning lanes is a little off it makes it super confusing because people are like what is what is genie what is lightning lane i want the lightning lane and they're like no that is genie so i feel like they could have called they it like they could have not gone with the cars theme you know yeah. lightning queen <laughs> lightning or lanes. like or like the lamp lane like if it's genie and like yeah. you're like making a wish like maybe call it like the lamp lane <laughs> i don't know i feel like lamp lane doesn't sound like i'm getting to the front of the line but lightning lane i think is cool like it it makes sense but yeah, maybe they should have called it like yeah. um, Disney Fast Track or like instead <laughs> it's of too close to Fast Pass, you know, or Test you, Track. I don't Dis- know. Disney's <laughs> Test Track. You're like, wait, hold on a minute. What's going on here? Yeah. So anyway, I think the tactic there, it makes it naturally confusing for people because it is too one one unified thing with two separate names. So that's complaint number one for me. (laughs) But anyway, moving on. Okay. On top of the Disney Genie Plus, you have, we have these like a la carte lightning lanes, which are basically these individual lightning lanes that you can purchase for select high trick ticket attractions that are not included in Genie Plus. These are also selections that you can pay to skip the line, but you can only purchase up to two of these attractions per day. And we're going to get into that a little bit later, but there are a few attractions that are not included in genie plus which you would have to pay additional additional costs for on top of genie so just wanted to kind of describe the disney genie which is free and complimentary you got disney genie plus which is a paid service and then you also have the individual lighting lanes on top of that for select attractions yeah basically the most popular rides in each park have a separate fee for Mm -hmm. you to be able to access and those rides i feel like have been changing since Genie came out in 2021 because we've had a couple of rides open where the ride that used to be the high ticket attraction in the park was is no longer that way. I mean, yes, it's still popular, but there is a new ride that is obviously more popular so they have taken that off or shifted it around so if you use genie plus in the beginning but you didn't want to pay extra for certain a la carte lightning lanes well there's a good chance that those rides now are a part of the paid service which i think is great for uh the parks as a whole because there are a lot of new rides which are now just included in genie plus because we have even more new rides yeah i think it gives you um some sort of hope or anticipation for future 
um, times because as soon as new attractions roll out, obviously they will shift what they are going to ask more money for. So an example would be um, like when Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens in Magic Kingdom. I wonder if Seven Dwarves Mine Train will be removed I from think it will. the a la carte individual lightning lane list and then tiana's bayou adventure will be added so if you go to walt disney world after a new attraction opens like that then something you maybe previously had to pay for now is included in that one-time genie plus fee instead of having to pay extra for it i mean if you think about it seven doors mine train opened in 2014 we're coming on almost 10 years of this attraction being open which is wild to think about because it still feels brand new to me it still has quite the demand in the parks but with it being almost 10 years old and it still being an individual lightning lane at this point in the past two years since, since genie was released i think it's time for it to be taken down definitely once tiana's bio adventure opens yeah i totally agree with that let's jump into talking about pricing okay so pricing has been very interesting to watch since it started in 2021 so when genie plus was first launched it was 15 dollars per person per day it was the same price every day no matter the time of year it was the same static price when did it change do you remember when it changed from like static to the um the surge pricing i don't remember specifically when it started um but i don't think it was that long after genie plus launched i think it had to have been genie plus launched october 2021 i feel like surge pricing was introduced like early 2022 well, now I think about it, on my bachelorette trip, it was still $15 per person per day, and that was September of 2022, so it hadn't changed at that point, so it had been almost a calendar year, I guess, and it was still $15, I'm trying to think now, no, it definitely was, because we, I had an- October 2022. Okay, so literally a month after my bachelorette is when it changed, so, so a whole year. Yep, it was $15 per person flat for a year, and then- I think once Disney saw how many people were purchasing Genie, again, it goes back to controlling crowd levels and so many people, um, not only going to Disney parks in general, so many people are buying annual passes and the numbers just keep going up. And so Disney says, okay, well, we have the demand, therefore we have every right to increase, you know, our intake or what the price is to try to help meet the demand for people to want to get in a lightning lane. I mean, the reality is we've talked about this on a a past episode already where we, as my personal family went to Disney world recently, we wanted to use genie to have access to certain rides because we knew it was a spring break week. It was $35 per person. And we said, okay, well, I mean, it's worth it to do it for a day so we can make sure we get on particular rides that we want to ride. And I mean, $35 per person per day for a large group is not cheap. So No, it adds um, up so quickly. And then there's tax on top of that as well. Yeah, and people are buying it. It's not that it's not slowing down Disney's um, purchasing of Genie Plus. Even though people are annoyed and frustrated by it, people are still buying it. 
Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I feel like we've seen the lowest. We've seen 15. I think the highest has been 35. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing the $40 range once we get closer to the end of this year. But what we looked up online was that the average or I guess typical day at Disney is anywhere from 20 to $25 per person per day, depending all on the crowd. Yeah, that's, um, I wonder if you're able to go into my Disney experience and look at the price of Genie without having a park ticket. I'd be curious to see if we could. Oh, yeah, like tracking, like you do flights. You just want to see like when's the day range that has like the cheapest time. Exactly. You can do it with tickets though. You can look at tickets when you're selecting dates and it'll tell you the different ranges. So I feel like maybe we should be able to see that with Genie Plus as well. But one thing to know about purchasing Genie is that Genie Plus can sell out. So if you are not purchasing it, you know, first thing in the morning and you want to purchase it later, you may not have a chance of even buying it. Yeah, they are trying to make the lines shorter. If you're purchasing Genie Plus to access Lightning Lanes, the expectation is that you're going to have short waits. Therefore, if everyone is buying Genie and everyone is just using Lightning Lanes instead of the regular queues, then they're not it defeats the purpose you're not going to get a shorter line and so they have to limit the amount of people that can be using genie in order for it to actually do what it's supposed to by letting you skip a line basically yeah definitely now there are different prices for the individual lightning lanes and those typically vary from ten dollars to twenty five dollars per attraction depending on the attraction type and the crowd levels so that's a whole nother kind of ballpark but the higher price uh, the higher the price on an attraction typically means that that attraction is more popular yeah an example would be cosmic rewind that's going to be the most expensive lightning lane that you can purchase i think seven dwarves mine train to your point it's one of the oldest on the individual lightning lane list therefore it's also the cheapest yeah um when it comes to purchasing that particular attraction it's usually around 10 to 12 dollars yeah i mean it's just supply and demand honestly Mm -hmm. is what it is okay now one thing we definitely wanted to note is that you do not have to purchase the genie plus package to be able to access these a la carte individual lightning lane purchases if you just wanted to ride cosmic rewind but you wanted to pay for it and that's all you wanted to pay for you can absolutely do that you do not have to also get genie plus which i think is great that they do that yeah definitely with um rides like that specifically the virtual queue for rides like Cosmic Rewind or Tron, they are basically giving you a place in line. It doesn't mean that the line is going to be short. So if you get a virtual um, a virtual queue for Tron or for Cosmic Rewind, you can still have up to an hour and a half wait. It just basically is giving you permission to ride that ride and keeping the line under control. When um, Flight of Passage first opened, I remember seeing like three and a half, four hour waits for oh, that ride. When I went, I went in like, I don't even remember when I went. I think it was like January of 2018 and it had opened in May of 2017, if I remember correctly. And I looked at my dad and I was like, so dad, do you want to go stand in this four hour line? And he was like, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. So virtual queue basically prevents that from happening. It keeps the line reasonable 60 to 90 minutes at a maximum. I feel like those virtual queue lines are typically 
I have never been in one that's more than like 30 to 45. Um, you're still standing in a regular line, but you can purchase the Genie Plus Lightning Lane and still skip the virtual queue, the regular queue, basically. Um, so there are options like that for these new rides. If you are desperate to ride, you want to get on, but you don't really want to wait for a, a long portion of your day, you can still purchase a Lightning Lane for it and skip the line. All right, so that's kind of it for pricing. Let's talk about what does that pricing include? We got we already mentioned the differences between being able to just get on the regular attractions that are covered by Genie Plus and the a la carte individual lightning lanes. We wanted to also explain some other things that Genie Plus includes that I actually didn't really know about until I was researching it. So I'm glad that I now know this information as well. So the lightning lane entrances, there's is access to more than 40 attractions at Walt Disney World, which is incredible. Um, but some of these attractions are not included, and that those are those individual lightning lanes, which we will discuss in a little bit. Um, so what else does it include? Um, so for, I think one thing to note, because it includes those 40 plus attractions in Walt Disney World, you can utilize Genie Plus for park hopping. You don't have to buy Genie Plus for a specific park. It's for all parks. So if you are park hopping, this is what we did for Courtney's Bachelorette, where we had Genie Plus for the day. We park hopped and we were able to make sure we got on certain attractions in each of the parks. Um, But if you are in Magic Kingdom for the morning, you rope drop and then you know you're going to Hollywood Studios for the evening, you can use your genie plus um service to book rides for hollywood studios in the evening so i think that that's a really great way to make sure that you are having a flowing day instead of having to stress and worry about well how are we going to do this or where are we going to go now if you plan ahead you can you can book rides in multiple parks um and be able to get on some big hitters without having to wait in crazy long lines um but Something else that Genie Plus includes that I think a lot of people were kind of giggling over to begin with is um, it has a specific um, photo pass uh, option or application within it, and you can use um, these augmented reality lenses during your park visit to. It's like a Snapchat filter. Exactly. <laughs> you have like Disney specific Snapchat filters that you only have access um, to through genie plus once you purchase it it comes up in the app and you're able to use them take photos save them to your phone and it's it's fun it's kind of funny sometimes they have like you can literally look like the genie um it makes you look like will smith genie and not a cartoon genie but um it's just a little added bonus if you are fond of taking selfies then it gives you a little magic lens to use some people might really enjoy that personally i don't really care for this part of the the addition or what it includes but what i do like is that coming soon um it does say that same day on ride attraction photos will be included with the purchase of genie plus i think so this makes, that is, that makes sense to me yes this makes so much sense and i think it is an actual added bonus you love looking at those photos when you get off the rides and when they are um, watermarked with the disney photo pass logo across it it's kind of like you don't want to post it on your facebook you don't want to post it on social media and being able when you purchase genie you're already paying to ride this ride 
you might as well be able to have the photo. I think Disney probably also has realized with the lenses that they have on a lot of these older attractions, people aren't purchasing these photos. No, so, I wonder, I'm curious what the stats are on like how many people purchase the Memory Maker. Um, Memory Maker, I feel like, is a little bit different because you can use PhotoPass photographers, like, in front of the castle or any of the park icons. Like, it's uh, any... Yeah, because you can purchase... Uh, yeah. yeah, so, like... I understand people wanting that. If you don't have a camera, you don't want to, like, always have mom out of the photos. That's a nice way to get family pictures as a part of your trip for a reasonable fee. And you can use them anywhere in the parks. Or, like, when your kids are meeting characters, like, you get to have those photos. But the ride photos specifically... I just don't feel like people really purchase those anymore. And I think Disney noticed that. But by giving people who purchase Genie Plus their ride photos, I think it's an added incentive. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely see an increase in usage of Genie Plus when that rolls out. Okay, the last thing that Genie Plus includes, which I had no idea was a thing until this, until I was researching this, is it includes audio tales, which have fun facts and behind-the-scenes information, which... <laughs> Have you ever done these audio tales? I've never done them. I didn't know about them. Now I do, and I definitely want to explore what this is. Yeah, online it says, like, for the Disney goer that's really interested in, like, more history or information about parks, then this is, like, definitely something you want to tune into. So if you've had experience with these fun tale things, please let us know because we do not have experience with this and we would like to know more about it. Castle Chat Report coming soon. Yes, of course. All right. Anything else you want to add for what it includes? I feel like we've kind of covered it all. No, I think that that covers what it includes. We obviously still have a lot to cover on how you use that to get um, specifically in the lightning lanes and maximizing your purchase and making your purchase worthwhile. But before we get to that, I think we should go ahead and cross those individual lightning lanes and what's not included off our list. Okay, awesome. So these are the individual lightning lanes for Magic Kingdom. We mentioned earlier Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a part of that as well as the brand new Tron Light Cycle Run. Having Tron on there makes obviously so much sense. Seven Dwarfs like we said, we'll probably see that go away once Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens up. Hey, we may see it disappear before then. Who knows? Because yeah. it's not going to be open for a while. So it, it may it may leave before then. Yeah, I think at some point there might be a small lull between the two attractions where they go ahead and remove Seven Dwarves Mine Train just to get the app adjusted to not having it show up for individual Lightning Lane purchase and then pop in Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, they did that with Tron where it, you know, once the ride opened, it was ready to go and populated in the um, individual Lightning Lane purchase options. But um, I will be curious to see how this continues because Magic Kingdom obviously is probably the most visited, most popular park. It has the most attractions and it's the only park that has two options for individual lightning lane purchase so i wonder if this will stay true if as attractions open in other parks will they keep two purchase options in them as new rides come out for example like if they're gonna do some type of dino land usa remodel at some point if they open a new attraction in there they've teased a moana themed flume ride like would light of passage stay and we add this new attraction or is it only going to be one individual lightning lane for animal kingdom my guess is that they would do two only because i Make mean money 
yeah, money. <laughs> and like we said, Seven Dwarfs is almost 10 years old and it's on there. So Flight of Passage is much newer. Yeah, I just think years. I think it's interesting, like for a park like Epcot, where we have Cosmic Rewind, that Remy's Ratatouille Adventure isn't. You yeah, know, like why aren't there two for Epcot? Why is it just the one? Well, maybe it's because people are getting too motion sick on Remy's. <laughs> maybe that. <laughs> maybe, maybe the popularity of that ride has decreased since yeah, it's open. Possible. It's possible. That's very true. I don't know though, but I didn't. Uh, when I when that was removed, I was like, whoa! Like I wasn't expecting that. So it is interesting. I'm. I would love to know the tactics of the meetings where they sit down and they're like, okay, this is what stays. This is what goes. Yeah. That's an interesting thing to think about when we're talking about how these rides show up in certain places. I'm sure there's some sort of data or statistics that show that it's going to be profitable or it's not going to be profitable. Yeah, definitely. So we already mentioned that flight of passage was the attraction for animal kingdom. And then for Hollywood studios, it's rise of the resistance. I'm sure none of you are surprised. This is the, the ride that they selected for the, it's a very, very, very popular ride. So um, that's kind of the rides that are included with the individual Lightning Lane, but excluded from Genie Plus. Yes. And the last thing to mention about these rides is that within your purchasing of these attractions, you are limited to two per day. So you cannot buy one in each park. If you are going to try to do a uh, four park in one day challenge like me and court are so good at doing you can't purchase all four you can only do two um again trying to make the purpose of these purchases worthwhile for people and truly making the lines short um so you can't you can't purchase more than two okay i'm gonna put you in the hot seat here now that you've been on all of these rides and i have not been on tron yet you have to pick two of these. You're doing a four park in one day. Which two are you picking to purchase if you were going down this route? Um, I think I'm going to purchase Tron. One, obviously it's new. Two, the queue is quite claustrophobic. So if you are in this line for two hours, it is uncomfortable in my personal opinion. Like, that's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Somebody might not feel that way, but I personally felt like when I was walking through I was like good lord if there were so many people in here I might be stressed yeah um so something to note there and then I think the other one I would purchase might be probably Cosmic Rewind you've come so far I know you would never have picked that day one (laughs) I know I I struggle because I know um Flight of Passage always does have a very long line but I also am a fan of rope dropping. I love getting to the parks when they open really early. And I think that um, Flight of Passage is an easy one to get in line for super early and get on and get off. And it's quick. Um, I think Rise of the Resistance, you can do the same. You don't Agreed. need to wait um, it's that long. It's because of those, like, board, of cause the virtual queue and the boarding passes that make it more enticing to go for those two versus the other ones. Yeah. Um, I think that Cosmic Rewind after Tron has opened, the feedback from everyone is that Cosmic Rewind is still a better ride. So I think once we lose virtual queue for that ride, the line's going to be nuts. Yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting to watch it all unfold. Yeah, I wonder how long they'll leave it as a virtual queue before it goes to um, just a, a regular queue plus individual lightning lane. Well, how long did it... Well, wait... Is Rise? It's been open for a year. Rise is, is Rise still board? No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. How long did it? I wonder how long it was. 
gosh, my brain is like all fog trying to think of the timing of it. We'll have to look it up and yeah, I don't know how it, long but. it was. It's not a virtual queue anymore, but I guess I guess it was for a while. But um, Cosmic Rewind at this point is it coming up on a year of being open. Yeah. So I wonder if it'll stay as a virtual queue for much longer. Who knows? But you'll hear it first here on the Castle Chat when it does. So. That's right. <laughs> That's what'll happen. Okay. Let's get into how does Genie Plus work on a day-to-day basis? What are you doing? What are the tips? Gosh, we have lots of content here to share with you guys. We've tried to break it down more into like, how does it work? When can you book your next lightning lane? And some examples and some strategy and tips. So we are going to fly through these, but also give you guys information that you need to feel equipped to take on a day with Genie Plus. So let's kick it off, Kate. So in comparison to what we used to know as the FastPass Plus system, with FastPass Plus, you would book your attractions 60 days in advance. Is that right? It was either 60 or 30. I think it depended on if you were staying on Disney property or not. Correct. That is, yes, I remember that. If you were staying on property, you could book 60 days in advance. If you were not, you would book 30 days in advance. With Genie Plus, currently, I think this is going to change, but currently with Genie Plus, you book same day. It's a little bit stressful. Mm-hmm. So not going to lie. You can purchase Genie Plus. You can say, hey, I want to use this service, so I'm going to go ahead and buy it as soon as midnight uh, on the day of your park day. So if Court and I are going to the park on Saturday, as soon as it's midnight rolling over from Friday, we can purchase Genie Plus and be ready for the the options for us to open. But the options to choose your rides open at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. on the dot, 7-0-0-0-0. Not 7-0-1, not 7-0-2, 7 o'clock. And that is very important to note because things go fast. They go very fast. Um, it's very stressful. Uh, it is an added stressor. I think we've talked about this before, but the fact that you have to wake up early, mentally be prepared to log into the app and select your attractions, feel like you are racing people to the front of the line to get what you want, it adds an element of stress to your Disney trip instead of it already being taken care of like when we had Fast Pass. When I booked Fast Passes for my family in the past, that day when I would book was stressful. I was you know, getting upset because I couldn't get a certain ride. I remember when Slinky first opened and I was trying to get a Slinky Dog Dash and I didn't get it. It was super upsetting to me. And then, you know, by the time I got to my trip, I'd gotten over it because it'd been two months. Um, but with Jeannie, if you are, this is kind of what happened, um, with Tron where I woke up early I was ready I was watching the clock and then I didn't get what I wanted and so not only did I start my day stressed but then my day from the start was disappointing to a certain degree obviously we are all very blessed to be experiencing Walt Disney World and there are a few complaints that I could truly throw out because I'm so thankful I get to experience it but it is you know upsetting when you have the expectation and hope of getting to ride certain things and all of a sudden you start your day with nope you didn't get it you did mention looking at 
at a clock to be able to time the seven o'clock as well as possible. And I do 100% agree with that. It is very helpful to have a secondary device where you can have the world clock pulled up and know to the second when it's about to be 7 a.m. Or if you're able to toggle between the app and your home screen, there is the clock app that will show the minute hand going all the way around. Both are super helpful um, to be able to make sure that you are refreshing that tip board exactly at 7 a.m. Yeah, um, that is really important. I think I have seen several people talk about how once it's like 6.59.58, go ahead and get ready to refresh on the next second so that it's already populating as soon as it really is 7 a.m. Um, again, it's a stressful thing to try to time it all out, but um, with your regular Genie Plus included lightning lanes, you can I. I say it's stressful but it's not that hard to get what you want the timing might just not be as ideal as you want it where um, an example would be like peter plant peter pan's flight um sometimes if you get there a little bit late the first time that you might see is already like 1 p.m and it's not early in the morning so there are some attractions that are more popular that go quickly right first thing in the morning um but i think uh the ones that are going to be stressful are things like uh, Cosmic Rewind or Tron where everyone's wanting to ride it and so you're trying to get to it quickly. Yeah, definitely. You also mentioned earlier about you being able to purchase Genie Plus starting at midnight the same day that you would like to use that pass. You can do that if you would like, but if you would like to maybe get to bed a little bit earlier and get some sleep, it's absolutely okay to purchase it at 6.45 a.m., 6.50, 6.55, whatever that looks like for you, um, as long as it's before 7 a.m. if you want to be able to purchase right when it opens. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it that Walt Disney World guests can select their Genie Plus Lightning Lanes at 7 a.m., and if you are not staying on property, you can select when the park opens? I there's something about staying on property there's a benefit there but I am forgetting what that is I'm trying to remember my trip where I stayed in the Airbnb and it was 7 a.m. and I was trying to book something and I think there was something there was a stressful element to it where I was texting you and I was like something's not working something's not right I think you are correct you should look it up while I'm continuing to chat here because now I'm very very curious and we definitely need to talk about this so I'm on it Okay, you're on it. While she's on it, I am going to continue to talk about how it is used. So, like we said, you have to purchase Genie Plus on the same day that you want to use it. It is good for calendar day only until that last park closes. So, you can't purchase Genie Plus at 6 p.m. and use it for the next 24 hours. It is for that park day specifically. So, that's something to note if you are purchasing Genie Plus for your trip. Um, Attraction arrival time selections can only be booked on the day of your visit. Like we said, no booking ahead of the selected day. And you will, when you go to create your first lightning lane, you will want to make sure that you're doing this through the tip board in your My Disney Experience app. This is where you will book your first lightning lane as well as your additional lightning lanes throughout the day. So you'll want to be familiar with how to find the tip board on your My Disney Experience app. Okay, any progress? Okay, I'm 
I might be seeing that this was a rule and it has now changed. Okay. Maybe it was a rule when I was there because I do remember being able to not get something genie wise when I went in at 7 a.m. Yes. This currently from the Disney World website says guests who have purchased the Disney Genie Plus service can make their reservation at 7 a.m. on the day of their visit. And then there is also a segment that says Genie Plus is a same day ride reservation system and selections can be made starting at 7 a.m. for everyone regardless of whether you are on site, off site, annual pass holder, DBC, etc. Well that's helpful to know if it was foggy in the past it is clear now you can do it regardless of where you are staying as long as it is 7 a.m. that same day that you have purchased it. Now another rule with Genie Plus is that you can only use a lightning lane for each ride once per day. You can't get a lightning lane for Peter Pan's flight at 10 a.m. and then also get a lightning lane for Peter Pan's flight at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You get the one at 10 a.m. and that is the only lightning lane you can get for that specific ride. You are more than welcome to stand in the standby queue as many times as you would like but for that lightning lane it is just once per per day. Yes, and then when you are booking any of these lightning lanes, it is next available. You are not able to choose your time. You can't be like, oh, I have a lunch reservation at 12, so I want to ride this ride at 2. It's just whatever time is next available. It could be sooner than you want it. It could also be much later than you want it. Yes, it really just depends on the popularity of that ride. Now, with the paid individual lightning lanes, you can pick a time to ride that. I did not know that when I first started using Genie Plus, so it's very helpful now that I know that information. Um, You can choose it for that, but one tip for when you are booking a lightning lane, if you get on and you do see that Peter Pan's flight is already showing a 1.30 p.m. availability, but Space Mountain says the next time is 9.15 a.m., you know that Peter Pan is selling out faster than than Space Mountain and if you really want to ride that ride you might want to prioritize getting a lightning lane for that over something that you know has availability as soon as the park opens because there's a better chance that there's going to be availability for that ride all throughout the day. Yes another thing going off of that that has been new since the start of this year is that now you can modify your Genie Plus Lightning Lane reservations. Huge, huge, huge. So at first, once you booked a time, if you wanted something different or you wanted to change your time, you had to completely cancel your reservation. And then by the time you cancel, re-upload the Genie Plus options, what you wanted might already be gone. Now, if I booked a Lightning Lane for um, Big Thunder Mountain at 10.30 a.m. and all of a sudden I have gotten in a pickle and I don't think I'm going to make it on time, I can go into the app, I can select my Big Thunder Lightning Lane and then there is a place where you can click modify and you can modify that reservation to a later time to push it back if you need it. This is also kind of a sneaky way to get that preferred time that you want if you really know that, you know, I have no intention of getting to Epcot by um, 
you know, whatever time in the morning, but I really know I want to ride test track. I'm going to go ahead and pick whatever time is available to me right now. That's, yeah, that's smart. And then whenever I see that we're getting close to that time or I can just kind of periodically go and check back and see if I can now reserve it for a time that's more ideal for me. I bet a lot of people have been doing that with their reservations to make it a little more convenient on their park day. But if you didn't know that, now you know. So that will be helpful for you. Also, something to know, if you are planning on park hopping, you can only book times currently after 2 p.m. outside of your original park. So if you're starting your day in Magic Kingdom and you know you're going to be in Epcot later in the day, you would not be able to book an Epcot reservation until after 2 p.m. So you'd kind of have to watch where the availability is for those Epcot rides. Once you start seeing the two o'clock range roll around for some of them, then you can start booking those. Now, will we see the 2 p.m. park hopping rule go away? We're not sure, but currently that is still in place. So that rule is also in place. It seems like if I had to guess, it is going to go away in 2024. Yeah, I can Um, see that too. Based on Disney news, the park reservation system is going away. Therefore, if the reservation system is going away, then there's no need to have a park hopping rule because they're not keeping account of who's in what park. So I think that that will change in the future, but it is going to be current for the remainder of this year for sure. Yes, definitely. Okay, so we've kind of covered what it looks like to book your first Lightning Lane right when the Lightning Lane opens, or I guess the Genie Plus window opens at 7 a.m. Now, let's talk about when you can book another Lightning Lane. You've booked your first one at 7 a.m. What's the next step? Well, there is this unspoken um, rule with Genie Plus. It is the 120-minute or two-hour rule. And what that basically means is if you have booked a ride, once you book that ride, even if you haven't ridden it, if it's been two hours since you booked it, then you are free to go ahead and book your next Lightning Lane. With the exception of booking your first lightning lane at 7 a.m. If you book your first lightning lane at 7 a.m., your two-hour time limit doesn't start until that park opens. So say your park doesn't open till 9, technically your two-hour rule wouldn't be over until 11 a.m. because it's based off of park opening. Yes, and none of the parks open at 7 a.m. So you're definitely going to have to wait. A beautiful thing that they've added to the Genie Plus system is if you go to your tip board at the top of the screen it will tell you when you can book your next lightning lane now the next exception to the rule is if you use your lightning lane let's say you are going to animal kingdom which opens at 8 and you have a lightning lane at 8 15 and you tap into your lightning lane and you use it then you don't have to wait two hours to book your next you one can immediately book the next one which is kind of the method i take i'm always like as soon as i scan in, i'm looking for the next one Yeah, I think that that is how you get on the most rides. I agree. I agree for sure. Now, we do have a few examples of what this looks like, so we'll go through a few of them. So like you said, Animal Kingdom, say, opens at 9 a.m. At 11 a.m., you can book a 4 p.m. slot for the Navi River Journey. We can make that booking at, that means that you can make your next booking at 1 p.m. two after you made your previous booking. So you don't have to wait until after you ride Navi River Journey. And even after they make that additional booking, you won't lose the Navi River Journey booking to begin with, if that makes sense. Yeah, so the the two options would be you book a, a ride that is more than two hours in the future because you know it is a popular one and it's hard to get. 
and then you wait two hours to book the next or if you book a ride that is in time-wise close proximity and then you use it then you can book something else but the strategy that we have started to learn with genie plus is trying to add you know if you're having a smooth chill morning and you're not looking to get on a ton of attractions first thing in the morning you can start using that two-hour rule and just have them loaded up for the afternoon Yeah, you definitely do that. There's definitely ways that you can make it work to maximize your day. One one way to do that is by streaming, quote unquote. Um, This is kind of subject to availability. It only really works on rides that have very low lightning lane demand. But you can almost like batch rides together so that you can get through a ton super efficiently. So an example of how you would do this is say at 10 a.m. you use a under the sea lightning lane and then you immediately book the mad tea party for a return at 10 10 a.m you ride mad tea party at 10 10 and then you immediately book dumbo for 10 20 so like you can literally go back to back to back to back with some of the i guess less popular lightning lanes um so you could technically knock out four rides within 30 minutes if they were all available within a 10 minute time frame of you getting on and getting off and then booking the next one yeah and then if you wanted to once you've gotten off that fourth quick stream of attractions and you can book a next lightning lane if you want to book something like peter pan's flight that tends to have a longer wait and tends to not be immediately available then you can book that for the afternoon but you've already ridden a handful of attractions and utilized a service that you've paid for to get on them very quickly so i think that that is a great strategy to use in kind of the same vein as streaming your lightning lanes you can also stack your lightning lanes and that's kind of instead of doing them currently back to back to back you can set yourself up to have lightning lanes back to back to back later in the day so a great way to utilize genie plus by stacking rides is when you are flying in driving in and you know you're not going to be there first thing in the morning so you know you're only going to get in the park after like 4 p.m and so when you're making your genie plus lightning lane selections you can select them for a time you know you're not going to be in the park and then modify them until you have them all streamed together in the afternoon yeah i mean you do that a lot because you have an annual pass and you are flying in on that first that first day in the afternoon. So do you feel like you've had a lot of success with stacking them that way? Yes. um, Typically when I am flying in, I'm not able to get into the parks until 6.30-ish or 7 o'clock because of when I land getting my ride to the Disney bubble and then getting from whatever resort I'm staying in to a park. Um, So it's quite a trek, but by the time I have loaded up my Genie Plus for the day, there's a little bit of a caveat that I learned um, the last time I did this. I The last time I did this was back in February. Um, if you go to our Instagram at the Castle Chat and you look at some of our old stories that we've archived, um, I go through um, this time that I, I did try the stack you are limited so it only let me do six it said I had booked I had booked as many lightning lanes as I could once uh, I hit you were six. just doing the two hour mm-hmm. time frame yeah so there is somewhat of a limit um, on just having them all stacked up for the evening 
But if you're doing a park like Magic Kingdom, if I get there at 6 37 o'clock, I have all the big rides lined up for me. As soon as I tap into Big Thunder and then I go to Space Mountain and then I go to um, Seven Dwarves and kind of make my way around, once I'm tapping into them, I can book that Dumbo or that Under the Sea. Um, journey with the little mermaid whatever it's called um you can still continue to book once you've used those lightning lanes but that it you've seems set up. that you can't have more than six at a time correct that's what that's what the app told me once i okay. had gotten that far they said you've reached your limit of of lightning lanes for the day that or something makes, like that. that makes sense only because i could see a lot of people abusing that and like just stacking like crazy and taking away a lot of options for people that are in the park ready to ride especially because and i felt a little bit guilty doing it but i was that person that i booked the space mountain at it said it was available for like 11 30 and i modified and modified and modified and modified until i could ride it at eight o'clock so mm. i'm holding on to that lightning lane and constantly changing my reservation so that it fits my time frame that's kind of what we were talking about earlier rather than just taking what's available yeah so it is and it is a little bit tricky in doing that because you are having to constantly check your phone make sure you're modifying appropriately because for example if I book Big Thunder for 11 but I know I'm not going to be in the park until 7 p.m. and then I go to modify but because it's approaching 11 o'clock and I know I'm actually not going to be able to ride it it's probably only going to give me like 12.55 or 1 o'clock it's not going to go ahead and push it all the way to yeah. the end of the day so then I have to wait until it's getting close to 12.55 and then I modify again and then it's 3 o'clock did then, you not want to wait till later to just wait till it got closer to 8 before you booked it for the first time or um, I think it was more the experience of trying to use Genie Plus to my advantage if I was going to purchase Genie Plus and I was only going to be in the park for three hours. I wanted to maximize my ride time. And so by stacking, it guaranteed that I was going to get on bigger rides. Yeah. That might, because Genie Plus does run out of time. So like Seven Dwarves Mine Train, Space Mountain, certain attractions can say um, that they are booked for the day. That every time slot available has been booked by somebody. And then you can't select Genie Plus Lightning Lane option for it at all anymore and so i think the fear is that if you it'll sell out yeah if you get there and it's late and you you know just see what's available the big rides might not be an option anymore yeah totally understand okay let's end our time with a few more tips and tricks just to get you guys through your day with genie plus Uh, one thing we would definitely recommend is making sure that your party is specified ahead of time you can do this by going into your my disney experience app and checking the family and friends section just to make sure everybody's on there and selected as your party Yes, this is super important, especially when your party's big. Courtney's Bachelorette is a perfect example of this. There were so many of us. We needed to make sure our party was ready um, so that we could purchase Cosmic Rewind and then get ready for whatever attraction we wanted to have a lightning lane ready for first. Um, So definitely go in, make sure that that is ready to roll so that as soon as it's seven, you're not thinking or having to use extra time to select people for that attraction. Absolutely. What else do we have as some tips and tricks? Um, I think something that people have noted with Genie Plus that is important to keep in mind to um, help with the general Disney exhaustion is try to book in a geographic manner. These parks are massive 
If you go from Jungle Cruise to Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin to Big Thunder to Space Mountain, you are pinging all over the place having to take in so many different steps and paths to get where you want to go. So try to think in a manner of, okay, proximity wise, I'm in this little area. So let's look for something in this area and try to utilize your time and spacing wisely. So you're not exhausting yourself by just running around to whatever's available. And I mean, this tip can be used even if you're not using Genie Plus, like don't be like me, um, 10 minutes for park close and trying to get from Space Mountain to Big Thunder. It's a haul. It's uh, a literal, like it, it gave, I had to give everything I had to get over there. In an actual sprint, in an actual run. So yeah. Yes. If you saw us running that night, you didn't see us running. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell any cast members. But it does help to just be more geographical with the way that you are booking those lightning lanes. Also, definitely you want I, I feel like this is what I love a good rope drop so I would say if you want to maximize your day start with a good rope drop or an early entry if you're staying on Disney property and utilize that because that might help you get on a separate ride that's not on your genie plus that you wanted to accomplish but also has a lower wait time that you don't have to pay for you're just you know kind of there I also think that using genie plus allows you to have a midday break which is something I like to do. I love rope dropping. I love getting there early. But because I get there early and I wake up early before 7 a.m. so I can book my Genie Plus Lightning Lanes, it's nice to have a minute to just say, okay, we're going to go take the monorail over to the Contemporary or wherever and just relax for a little bit and then go back into the park. And by using Genie, you aren't stressed about how many rides can I get in in a day. You can actually prepare yourself for the future um, by using the service to book in advance and say, okay, my, my place in line has been reserved at Space Mountain. I don't have to worry about rushing there. I can take a minute. I can take a breather. And so when you pair regular lines too with the Genie Plus and taking breaks, I think it gives you a really nice, well-rounded day. Absolutely. And our final tip is basically when you are wanting to do a ride that has a virtual queue, it's always good to know that you could technically ride that ride twice in one day. If you get the virtual queue and you also purchase the paid lightning lane for that attraction, then boom, you get to go on that ride twice in one day. And that's a fun tip that not a lot of people know. Yeah, I think that's a good point, especially for rides like Cosmic Rewind right now. You can't ride it if you don't have either a virtual queue or a purchase lightning lane and when you aren't able to go to disney frequently and there's a huge incredible ride like that obviously you would love to ride it twice so maximize your time when you're in um the happiest place most magical place on earth and um, do a double book on some of these bigger attractions i think there's one tip that we don't have written down in our notes that i think genie plus makes it really important to keep in mind pack a portable phone charger yes because the amount of time you have to spend on your phone to do all these bookings to make modifications to check what's available you drain that battery so fast um disney's wi-fi is terrible so your phone is having to work super hard to get all these things anyway and um if you don't have a portable phone charger they do have um 
versions of it in the Disney parks. You can use what they call fuel rods. You can purchase them for $30 and then it's free refills on the battery. Um, but without having a portable phone charger, I don't think your phone will last all day using Genie. No, I mean, between that and just like using the app to look at just general wait times and mobile ordering, like the, the how much you have to use the app while you're in the park just before Genie Plus, I would recommend a portable charger just for that. So you definitely need the backup battery or you need to bring your phone charger with you so you can plug it in during lunch or something to be able to get a little bit of extra juice on your phone during this time. Yes, man. I mean, my brain is still spinning. There's yeah, my so brain, much. There's I don't so know much. If, I don't know if we covered everything. I hope we gave you at least a good foundation, a better understanding um, to prepare for your trip. If you feel confused and have questions, we are always open to answer them in our DMs on Instagram. Hit us up at the Castle Chat. Um, but I think that wraps it up for us. It definitely does. We really do hope that this was informative for you guys. Also fun just to sit with us and learn more about this service that Disney has incorporated in their parks since COVID and how it is ever changing and more information will come out as we roll into 2024 and see what the future of Genie Plus is. But for now, we're going to kick things over to Kelly for today's trip tip and we'll see you guys at the end of our episode. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. If you're going to be staying on property at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, I highly recommend purchasing a Magic Band. Magic Bands will basically take the place of your wallet throughout your Disney vacation. So it's going to have your ticket attached to it. It's going to have your room key attached to it. Also, when you're checking in for Genie Plus reservations, you'll be able to just tap your band. And the other really nice thing is if you do have payment attached to it, you're able to use that to pay for dinners, uh, any merchandise you might be buying, any purchases that you're making while you're on Disney property. Magic Vans can be purchased in advance or also while you're at the parks, so be sure to check them out both online and when you're in the parks if you're interested in them. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram, click that link in their bio, and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning and I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. Creator Spotlight. Creator Spotlight. We love another one. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll go with that one. Yeah, fine. Yeah, we love it. Great. Um, Yeah, okay. So today we wanted to pick a specific Creator Spotlight that partnered really well with the topic that we were talking about. There are a lot of creators out there that focus on parks, tips, and trips, or specifically Genie Plus. And we wanted to highlight one of those accounts just so that you guys have additional resources to lean on when it comes to learning more about these features in the Disney parks. So our Creator Spotlight for today is Mammoth Club. Oh my goodness, if you are an avid lover of Disney YouTube, you know who we are talking about. Mammoth Club, run by the wonderful Molly, um, and her husband and their friend is 
an incredible resource for planning Disney trips, for um, looking into different strategies. I think these types of YouTube videos are so interesting. Personally, I love watching them because it takes these different versions of using things like Genie Plus and says, okay, we're in Animal Kingdom today. This is um, how you would do the streaming strategy. And we're just going to literally book the next lightning lane all day and see what we can get through and our and what time we end at or hey we're in animal kingdom and we are going to stack our lightning lanes for epcot this evening let's see what our day looks like um they're really interesting you might find different versions of trips a more relaxing version a more on the go version that you can be inspired by and take advice from um, for when you go on your own or if you just want to watch Disney content when you're chilling at home. Um, But Mammoth Club does this so phenomenally well and you should definitely hit them up. They have an Instagram at mammoth underscore club, but they also have a YouTube Mammoth Club. Check them out. The Mam Bam. If you know what I'm talking about, then you already know. You don't need me to tell you how wonderful they are. Wow, that was a great description. I definitely can't wait to go watch some of their YouTube videos. I am less familiar with them. I know you are a big fan, so excited to also build my fandom with them as well. Give them a follow, guys, on Instagram and YouTube. But for now, guys, thanks so much for spending time with us today on this episode of The Castle Chat. Gosh, it's so fun every time we get to do this with you guys, and we just appreciate you week after week. For now, we'll leave you with what we always leave you with. which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon bye guys bye